welcome, welcome, welcome to our podcast. We really need a theme song. But um, working on that. Yeah, you're listening to Real Mamas of Modoc, and we are getting um, kind of Modoc popular. It's not super popular, but I think we hit 41 views of the Teen Mom one. Everyone likes Teen Mom, but over all three episodes, we already have 100 listens. Wow, nice. So that's pretty cool. Tonight we have Miss Savannah Wilson, who works here with Public Health with us. Thank you for having me tonight. Yes, she's going to talk about oral health, which sounds boring, (laughs) but it will not be, I promise. I promise I I can make it interesting. All right, Savannah, let's do the drawing. Who are you going to pick? This is the drawing for what, ladies? The breast pump. Okay, just make sure everybody knows, because Savannah's here for the dental thingy. Yes. Um, Wendy. Yay! Lucky, lucky, lucky winner, winner. Um, yeah, so if you watched our Facebook today, I did a um my very first video ever of that pump, but it was really nice for like a hundred dollar pump if you buy it personally. It was really nice. Mm -hmm. I like the little plastic on the outside has the suction and really causes extra suction, so it was real nice. For a hundred dollars? For a hundred bucks. That's a deal. Yeah, Yeah. it looked like it really clicked in well too, Mm -hmm. instead of I don't know. Sometimes you always feel like there's so many pieces to a pump, and this one looked right. really simple. And I really liked how there was no power cords. Like, you could charge it and then not have the power cords. With your cell phone charger. Yes, or- with your cell phone charger. <laughs> oh, I have to watch the, your video. Yes. I didn't watch it yet. My favorite part was, of course, your boobies. Oh, there, my boobs. Because it's really when I was breast pumping. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't using the right size at first. I had oh. too small of a phalange, I think. Uh-huh. And um, oh man, it would rub against the sides of that. Oh, yeah. And along with breastfeeding in general, it's painful. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had no idea that there was different sizes. I just did the standard one and same thing. It was with my third one. I finally realized I had been using the wrong size right. the whole time. Yeah, and it made a big difference in the amount of milk I was able to get out. I think I was using one that was too large. Oh yeah, actually, mm-hmm. so I wasn't getting any suction and then I switched and yeah it worked way better. Huge difference and I think that's a lot of people I mean there's there's so many variables anyways when you're breastfeeding and breast pumping Mm -hmm. but like give yourself the the best head start that you possibly can. Very true very true and now I mean luckily Wendy got it but Medi-Cal which is a huge part of our population is now they used to give you a new breast pump every year they're moving now to once every five years. Well, I mean, so. they should last that long. I mean, maybe I would hope. I don't. I, I really... wasn't an exclusive breast pumper though. There's some ladies oh. out there that really exclusively breast pump, mm-hmm. and kudos to them. I mean, I hated pumping. Yeah. I could never be an exclusive breast pumper. Yeah, I'm a total breastfeeding advocate, but if I had to exclusively breast pump, I couldn't do it. My sister did it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think she she was pretty successful with it. She just got into a routine early on and was able to get lots of milk, like just a few times a day. Mm-hmm. And um, she found it really convenient. She had to do it though because she had like a mastitis infection. Okay, so that's so it was really ask. severe. And um, they yeah, just I know had somebody... her started pumping, and then the baby never latched, and she wanted to still give it milk, and it worked out good. She that's did awesome. it for a long time. Those are super moms, right? Super pumper, super moms, because I couldn't do it. I hated mm-hmm. pumping. It I takes it. so long. It takes longer than mixing formula. Yes. Yeah. And, and, that, and that a lot of times discourages people because they think they're not producing enough if it takes that long. And on an average, it is like half an hour. 
Mm -hmm. um, later we can touch on breastfeeding and oral health because they are connected. Yes, awesome. There's a lot of sugar in breast milk. <laughs> so, Good, but so speaking of oral health, Savannah, yes. what do you do? Um, thank you for having me. I am a dental hygienist. I work here at Public Health, but I also work in the field as well. So I not only help in the community, I do one-on-one -on -one care as well. Really? So yeah. like go to pregnant mama's homes or what? No. So I work at um, the Canby Dental Clinic and I also worked at a private office up until recently. And so that is like one-on-one -on -one care, meaning like patients come in and see me and I clean their teeth. And then here at Public Health, we focus instead of on the individual, on the community as um, a whole. So it's, it's a little bit of a different mind shift, but instead of serving one-on-one, -on -one, we do the community here. So I know when I um, was part of Early Head Start, mm -hmm. Um, you used to come in and do like, yes. the, was it this time of year that you came in and you do your little checkups on yes. the kiddos? Two times a year we do those at Early Head Start and that's through here at Public Health. Okay. It's through the grant we have here. So a lot of community really, work. I thought it was really good because yeah. like a lot of times my kids, they go to the dentist, you know, twice a year. Mm -hmm. They we do all that. But there's a lot of kids that don't get that chance to. Mm -hmm. And just the way that you guys did it was comfortable for them because yes. like mm -hmm. I remember Shelby she laid on me oh yeah I laid down in like the little lawn chair thing uh -huh. and laid back and you guys like did that with yes. her right there and she was not scared mm -hmm. and yeah I love that we we also have a program where we go into the, the um, daycares and I oh, think cool. that those little kids get used to seeing me and then when they see me or somebody dressed like me at a dental office they're much more comfortable and it's also really great that we can find cavities really early on um, for kids that aren't getting in to see the dentist. Um, kids will see a pediatrician about 12 times before they'll ever see a dentist. So um, we got to go out and find them and then we can get them referrals and the education early on too. The education is the most important thing for moms at a young age. So what sort of education? Well, starting in the very beginning, just educating moms on what causes cavities and how the things that we eat and drink affect um, the baby's teeth are really important. They say that one hour of- Us, like the breastfeeding mamas? Yes, even okay. breastfeeding mommies, yeah. So just knowing um, how cavities are caused, learning that at a very um, young age with the kids will drastically reduce the chance of them having cavities. I think that uh, moms just in the beginning don't know how easy it is to cause cavities. They think they're doing the best thing um, by breastfeeding their babies. But if you do it at night and they have teeth, you need to wipe that milk off of their teeth at night because it will cause cavities and baby bottle tooth decay or baby bottle breast decay. <laughs> Same thing. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen moms just like, I didn't know my baby could get cavities from breast milk. And they definitely can. It is some sweet stuff. So it's very mm -hmm. sweet. And if you're nursing them, especially I see it when moms are nursing the baby all night long. So it's just like that baby has a bottle all night long. It's the frequency of the milk that's going to cause the cavities. Just sitting there. Just sitting there and mm -hmm. having the constant fermentation on the teeth will cause their little baby teeth to erode and we don't want that no so, so yeah when should um a baby when when do they really need to go to the dentist the first time great question there is a campaign out and it's called first tooth or first birthday it's so much younger than people think 
And the reason behind that is not so much the treatment that we can do for the babies at that time. We can put a little fluoride on their teeth, but it's to get the parents the education. So if a mom or a parent has an hour of um, oral health education done in the baby's first year of life or by the time their first tooth erupts, the chance of that baby having um, reduced cavities is by about 80%. Now, what if they get feedback, like they get pushback from their dentist, like, oh, they don't even have teeth or they only have one tooth. You don't need You know, it. the older school dentists will do that. I've even seen it here in our community where people will call and say, my baby is one and a half. I'm ready for their first appointment. And they'll say, well, there's not much we can do for you. Really? Uh, it's disheartening. Yeah, because they the dentist isn't thinking about the lifetime of oral health, like mm -hmm. um, not looking at the big picture, they're just looking at the treatment for it. So I would, as a mom say, well, I just want some oral health education. So we're trying through public health because our community is so small to allow people to know they can reach out to us if they have any questions, they can get that education from me here um, if they're not able to get into their dentist office. Now, can they contact you? Yes, here at Public Health, um, they can contact me. I'm here for questions. I get a lot how of do contact they, How from do they parents. get in contact with you? They just call Public Health and ask for Savannah. 3511, right? 6311. Oh, God. 6311. Yeah. And I don't have my extension memorized, but most parents in the community have a way to reach me because, like I said, we're doing dental screenings in the daycares, in the preschools, and all mm -hmm. kindergartners will get an oral health assessment and all third graders will get an oral health assessment. And if there's any decay at those appointments, we follow up until the treatment has been completed. Nice. So we do have like a, a little process that we follow here. So I have a couple like real life like situations. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was just talking to someone. I think I might've said it to you, but we were talking about this before we even started podcasting. We it did. Was, it was during our brainstorming. Right. <laughs> but I said, you know, the more, the longer we're going to have this podcast, people in this town are going to know your stories and all of my life stories. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to talk to me anymore. No. They're going to be like, I know that I heard it. <laughs> I know. Or they'll be like, run us into holiday and be like, Mandy. So what's Anthony talking about today? <laughs> but so everyone knows I have a three-year-old and my three-year-old, well, he's almost four, Loves to brush his own teeth, mm -hmm. but I know how well three-year-olds do at brushing their he own teeth. He does love to brush his own, though? Oh, yeah. He loves to chew on it. He loves mm -hmm. to, you know, eat the children's toothpaste, mm -hmm. you know, all those great things. But when mom does it to really do a great job, it's like a battle, like a WWE wrestling battle. I must hold his arms down, his <laughs> legs down. He bites the toothbrush <laughs> like he spits. <laughs> like, it's trauma. Yeah. And I just... The toss-up, like, am I traumatizing my child more by me doing it than just letting him do it? Or what? What should I do, Savannah? Um, I had to hold my three-year-old down by the legs and the arms <laughs> and brush their teeth for them. I say, you're going to do it at home, the privacy of your home, or they're going to be traumatized at a dental office from having a lot of treatment done. True. You know, do you want to hold them down while they're screaming at home with a friendly toothbrush trying to get into their mouth? Or would you rather be doing that in the dentist's office with a needle getting into their mouth, you know? Ooh. So it is hard and kids do get used to it eventually as long as you're consistent and make it fun. There's a lot of um, great YouTube videos called like two minutes, two times a day. Um, brushing videos, Elmo videos, Frozen videos, Mickey Mouse where they're brushing their teeth, singing silly songs for two minutes, and just like making it a fun process for them 
can really help. I've noticed my kids when they feel involved, you know, and they've brushed them for a minute and I'm like, okay, let me get back there now. And they're watching the video. It's much easier. So um, there's lots of little tricks that Letting you can do. Letting them have some independence still. Yes. But... And kids, I'm glad you brought up how, um, you know, that he's three. So obviously you still need to be brushing his teeth. I recommend that parents help their kids brush their teeth until their kids can write in cursive. Mm. You know, have you seen the x-ray, that new x-ray that's yes, floating around that. Facebook with the little hands uh -huh. with the bones all separated? Yes, yes, yes. And they're saying, like, you know, this is a three-year-old's hand versus, like, a seven-year-old's hand. Look at the difference because uh -huh. how they're able to grip. Mm -hmm. Same. They don't have the dexterity to brush their own teeth until they're probably, like, eight or nine years old. Wow. My seven-year-old, I let her brush her teeth, and she does a pretty good job. I still go in there once a night after she does and maybe spends like 30 seconds getting the back ones and then I help her floss. So I'm still helping her. I, you know, I help my five-year-old a lot more. And then my two-year-old, I'm just doing all by myself mm -hmm. at this point. I mean, he chews on it sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so my kids, and I've always been like, cause dentists, doctors, all that good stuff. Like I want to make them not be scared. Yeah. Because that's, I think the biggest thing, like if we know we have a dentist appointment two weeks ahead, you know, we're yeah. like, this is what they're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. This is how, you know, yes. you're going to be sitting in this chair with the cool little sunglasses and, you know, just practicing that and telling them every day. And which has really worked out because mm -hmm. we get like our, our dentist loves us. They're like, wow, you're, our kids get up there and they're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you know? that role playing is so important. And there's little books. We give out a book here called the Bernstein bears go to the dentist. They just read that all yeah. the time. They love that. I love like, um, kids learning what it's like to be at the dentist. So then when they get there, they're more excited than they are nervous. And that's mm -hmm. another reason just to get kids in starting so young, because you know, a three-year-old that's at the dentist every six months, is going to do a lot better if they end up having a cavity than the eight-year-old that comes in has never been to the dentist yeah. is already scared their first experience is a ton of cavities it hurts um so it's just good to get in early and to get established um we're really fortunate to live in a time that all kids have dental coverage i don't think people realize that but if children are on medi-cal their dental is 100 covered and it's really good coverage um so many people when I'm doing the follow-up for my dental screenings, like my kid doesn't have, have coverage because they're on Medi-Cal. Well, they do. They have Dentical and they can get um, two cleanings a year, four, wow. four fluoride treatments a year, exams, x-rays, everything it. is covered. Yeah. So wow. um, I just, yeah, everyone knows teeth are all so... kids are covered. Um, if they don't have private insurance, there's a way to get them in. So mm -hmm. it's not as expensive and... Because people look at teeth. That's an, a yeah. first impression, mm -hmm. you know, is yeah. that's where they look. And they're going to make that impression about you or your child yes. or mm -hmm. whatever, you know. And I know I always was grateful my parents invested in orthodontics for me when I was young. And mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference mm -hmm. um, long term. There's like in teenagers with bad teeth, adults with bad teeth, um, rates of depression, um, you know, self-esteem issues are all much higher. There's so many people, if you really pay attention, that are covering up their mouth. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's just really sad because that starts young. That's um, a confidence thing, too. It, it messes with, you can't it's just be like, you. And, um, you know, they have a harder time getting a job. There's a lot of social um, implications of not having a good smile. Right. Mm -hmm. Or stinky breath, too. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you don't. Yeah periodontal disease cavities they all stink mm -hmm. even big tonsils 
tonsils are the worst. Oh, yes, gosh. they are. So there's a big word out there called sealants. And um, before I came to public health, even after being in public health, <laughs> when Savannah came and started talking about sealants, <laughs> I, I, had, sealants. <laughs> I had to sit in this meeting like I knew what I was talking about and I had no idea what sealants were. I was like, mm hmm, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you kind of know what our rate is in our county. Yes. From your out there, could you tell us what that is and what are sealants and why do we need them? Great question. So like I said, I go into the school and we screen all kindergartners and then we screen all third graders for cavities, but the thir third graders were um, screening for dental sealants. So dental sealants are a protective coating on permanent molars. So when a kid turns six years old, they get a set of molars called their six-year molars and uh, they'll have them forever. We all have them. Mm -hmm. And they're the number one teeth to get decayed because we get them when we're six. The mm -hmm. rest of our baby teeth are very forgiving. We, we end up losing our baby teeth, but those six-year molars um, end up getting cavities. And the reason they get cavities is they have very deep grooves on the top of them. If you go look at your back molar and under a microscope, it looks like this huge canyon running through the tooth. So what a sealant is, is it's a filling material that we fill in that groove and cure it with a light so it hardens this material into those grooves so cavities can't form down in the grooves. And a sealant on the molar reduces the chance of that molar getting a cavity by like 75%. Mm. So they're very effective, but they're not effective if they're not put on as soon as that tooth is erupted. Mm. I've seen so many kids where they come in for the appointment, the doctor di diagnoses that they need sealants, they come back three months, four months later, and those teeth are already have little oh, no. cavity pits. And at that point you can't seal in a cavity. Really? Oh. Yeah. So you'd have to get it drilled out and then have a filling instead of a sealant. Oh, so wow. they're important to get on young. My five-year-old, I saw his get popped through the other day. And as soon as they were all the way out, I had him come out to Canby and get sealants. And so we assess those. So when we did it by the third grade, most kids have their first year or their six year molars. Um, which is why we wait until the third grade to do that, that screening. And in Alters, I think the first year we did the screenings, only 20% of third graders had sealants on their teeth. The next year we did it, it was 40% because we've been doing some media. We've been working with the dentist to really make it a point to do sealants. They're one of the best preventative things we can do for our kids. Um, and then we not only do them on the six-year molars, but also the 12-year molars. So we do them at two life stages. And is this covered over under insurance? Yes, um, all insurances will cover it because it's a preventive service. Yeah, and it doesn't pay hurt. For that than for a cavity. Than for a cavity. Yeah, and if you Way don't have it, I mean, it's like $44 for a sealant and a cavity in that same surface is gonna be like $145, so. Right. Um, they're, they're great, they don't hurt, they're easy to do. And actually, I'm really excited. We're gonna be doing a sealant program starting in the school next year. So we have a mobile, that we have been in the works of purchasing and cool. we have the equipment so we are hoping that sometime next year we will be able to do the screenings in the schools and for the kids that don't have sealants we will be able to offer the parents um, the opportunity for us to just do the sealants while the kids are at school they don't have to miss school hours nothing it takes like 10 it's, minutes and it's more out of class. fun for the kids yeah you know when the whole class is doing it uh -huh. they're like oh yeah. you know if they're missing out then they're like well i wanted to go yeah the screenings yeah. are optional they're permission based only um and so i always feel bad for those couple kids that the parents didn't return the forms and they're like i want to get my teeth checked oh no like, i yeah. can't check your teeth without permission <laughs> right uh. um 
but so yeah, we're, we're some new, um, exciting things are happening in the sealant world. So that's pretty awesome. Like the grant that I work on here. I mean, so much of it is about sealants and you'll be seeing some advertisements in the newspaper this month for national children's health. And it's going to be going over sealants as well. Cause it's so preventive. I love preventive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I was kind of jumping back on when we were talking about brushing our teeth and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shelby was easy peasy. She's was easy on a lot of stuff, but Natalie was the one that was like, you don't want to get your fingers near her. Cause she'll bite them. <laughs> and like, so as an artist, yeah, it was awful. I've <laughs> so, only been bit once as a hygienist. <laughs> oh man. I warned her dentist and everything. And she did really good though. <laughs> but brushing her teeth, you know, I, I started with the baby brushes uh-huh. and stuff like that thinking, yeah, Oh, this is how I did it with Shelby. It'll work with Natalie. No, no, no. She did the, like, would cry and scream. And I'd be like, let me get the sugar bugs. Just like, yeah, no. The only thing that would make it work with her is we'd sing kind of thing. So oh, yeah. like with the, when I start mm-hmm. off, I go e e e e and make her say yeah, yeah. e really big with her <laughs> teeth together. And I have to do it too, you know? And then yeah. when we, oh. um, then we go, ah, ah, and we'll like sing jingle bells uh-huh. or something yeah. you know with her mouth open and that's the only way that I can get her to not throw up if I don't do it yeah like keep thinking okay she's three years old she should be fine with me getting in there now no <laughs> mm-hmm. she's like eee! <laughs> <Angry>. <laughs> so I mean that's just a, yeah. a thing that you try everything. Every, I mean, there's always, there's going to be some way to do it. You know, you, you might have to try a bunch of different strategies mm-hmm. and some nights just resort to, you know, I right. found for my two year old, it's like my, if my husband hangs him upside, like holds him upside down <laughs> for a second, I can get the top ones really good. Cause he's like usually laughing uh-huh. Uh-huh. cause he's good about letting me do the front ones. Um, my two year old is, but his back ones, I just can't get them unless he's like upside down or if I have him really distracted with something. Mm-hmm. I have this problem, not so much with brushing my kid's teeth, but I just thought of this. Jedediah will not let me clip his toenails. <laughs> it is oh, like wow. a fight where he is like kicking his foot and like me and his dad are like holding his foot as tight as we can, trying to hold it still so we can clip his toenails. Do they curl down? They almost get to where they're curling down because mm-hmm. he just won't let us trim him. So finally, I've started like waiting till he's asleep. Mm-hmm. And even in his sleep, his like toes are like, twitching and he's like kicking lightly because I think he kind of <laughs> knows what's going on. I feel so bad. I don't know what to do though. He's terrified. Oh, it's such a big See, I'm wondering. I don't know. I, he's always been weird about his feet, but I don't know how to break him of it. My kids, I have to do it right after the bath. Like yes, as that's they're soaking wet still yeah. because they curl like mm-hmm. mine too. They just start to curl down and it hurts Yeah, to get in under To get in under it. Unless I, they're softer I have tried and right after the bath. And... It's got to be a nice Anyways. long bath. Anyway, know. like distraction, <laughs> like using oh, an I had Minecraft on the other night. I, this is so fresh in my brain because it was just an epic meltdown like a couple days ago. Um, and Minecraft, you know, he loves watching YouTube videos of right? kids doing Minecraft. Uh, super distracted. I got like two done. Oh, and then it was like screaming and kicking and oh. crying. And see, so if anybody has any suggestions, I know. Please <laughs> let me know how to trim my son's nails. <laughs> it's and not a baby's nail, so she can't bite him off. I heard he that. He had an injury once, and we had to take him to the doctor, and his toenails were so overgrown. I was like, I promise I trim this kid's nails. <laughs> I was so embarrassed because <laughs> his toenails 
toenails were so nasty, but I'm like, oh, I just wait until they're way too mm-hmm. long. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's like with every kid is they're all different. And they all had their weird. Yeah. Some kids with teeth. I couldn't imagine doing that every day. Yeah, it is trying. But what about um, babies? When do you need to start flossing? You don't need to start flossing a baby's teeth unless they have two teeth that are touching. Mm-hmm. So sometimes baby teeth, hopefully they're coming in with lots of space between them to allow for the adult teeth to have space. But if the baby's teeth come in crowded and they're touching, floss right away. Mm-hmm. You don't have to floss if they are separated. So Jed's teeth were all jammed packed together. Um, he's going to have some massive crowding as an mm. adult, but I've always flossed his teeth. Briley did not need to start flossing until her six year molars came in and mm. those contacted her baby molars. So it's just case by case. Flossing isn't that important unless the teeth are touching. We keep a jar on our kitchen table of like those flosser pick things. Yes. And, um, like my husband and I will use them right after we're done, especially eating like ribs or something like that Mm -hmm. and Shelby she has she must have some that's just back here because all the rest of her teeth are so spaced out yeah but she'll get things stuck back there and she's been so good at like getting it out and everything it it bugs the crap out of her if she gets some stuck in there (laughs) it might be because she has a little space there and so Mm -hmm. our teeth when they're close together it doesn't allow food to get jammed in there but if there's a little space meat gets stuck in there I have one tooth that's just slightly gapped and everything open contact everything gets stuck so actually but, when I got here today, I was like, I gotta go find some floss. <laughs> some Chinese meat stuck in my too. <laughs> so what is the big issue? Or actually I have this question first. I hear this all the time. My kid has baby teeth and there's a cavity in that baby teeth. I'm not gonna worry about it because it's a baby tooth. Mm-hmm. So do they need to get that worked on? Can they just let it fall out and just keep going? Like, what should they do? Um, I recommend following the dentist's advice on this one. The reason being is, yes, they are baby teeth, but there's eight of our baby teeth that we have until we're about 12 years old. Um, All those baby molars are usually the ones that get the cavities. And if you think about that, that's a long time for a kid to have a cavity. The deeper that cavity gets, cavities don't heal themselves, unfortunately. Um, It increases the risk of them getting an infection. And so we've actually heard of kids dying from dental infections. Um, the bacteria is close to the bloodstream in the face. Mm-hmm. It can get down into the, you know, spaces of the face and cause really horrible infections. So if there's a chance to get it fixed, I recommend that. Now, thankfully, we live in a time where we're getting a lot of new technology. There's a new thing called silver diamine fluoride, which is becoming a little bit more popular. It is a um, liquid that you put on a cavity and it completely stops the cavity from getting any worse. It's great for baby teeth, but it stains the cavity black. So parents can, yeah, get this painted on their kid's cavity. It stains the cavity black, but that cavity will not get worse. And a lot of parents are actually opting for that instead of doing it. Because I mean, the cat, is it less invasive too? It's less, there's no drilling. You actually don't want to drill. You want the cavity material to be there and mm. you dab it on. We're actually getting it here at public health. Um, you have to have a consent form with a before and after photo showing like anything that's cavitated will stay in black and that black is permanent, but in baby teeth, it's no big deal. Um, so those parents silver are willing to do it. it's called filling too. Like yeah, if silver filling nobody's is gonna, gonna pay be, for a white filling yeah, on a baby too. No. 
<laughs> so yeah, silver diving fluoride, it's really great. Sometimes you need more than one application, but it's um, pretty affordable. All pediatrician offices that I've seen recently do have it. Hmm. Um, How about in our area? Do our people, our clinics do it? I think Dr. Foss does it. I think Dr. Insmayer at Borda's office does it. Um, the Candy Clinic at this time does not have a protocol in place, but it's in the works. So okay. it is something where it's great if there's, especially if there's a little tiny cavity on a four-year-old and you don't want to traumatize them with a filling, there's great situations for it. It's also really great in nursing homes. So if we switch mm. to the other side of like the other side mm, of the life cycle, yeah. um, in nursing homes, um, especially right now with COVID, uh, those residents aren't getting into the dental office. They get root caries really easily. They get cavities. We're not super worried. They're not worried about aesthetics. <clears throat> so that silver fluoride has been a huge game changer and it reduces sensitivity in the tooth. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Silver diamine fluoride. <laughs> so is SDF. this, is it true? I think I heard somewhere Medicare actually does not have a dental coverage. Medicare does not have a dental coverage. That's true. So then this could be an option for our elder generation or even our social security disability generation mm -hmm. that doesn't have that dental coverage. Yeah. So now another, someone just recently asked me this question too today. Mm -hmm. They have a baby and they brush their baby's teeth like twice a day. And it's not a baby, it's a one year old. So it's a toddler now, but um, do they really have to brush for two minutes? Cause they brush twice a day, but they're not quite sure if they're brushing for two minutes. So if they brush and they only have like four teeth. This is a great question. I like this question because the instructions on the toothpaste say two minutes. And the reason it says two minutes is because it takes two minutes for the toothpaste to work. What? Oh. Yeah. So anybody can brush their teeth probably effectively in 30 seconds and hit every single surface aggressively enough. But it takes two minutes for the fluoride in the toothpaste to make a difference for to be um, considered anti-cavity. The other thing that people do wrong that I see a lot of the times is they brush their teeth quickly and then instantly rinse out their mouth out with water and spit it out. That okay. takes all the fluoride off and that takes away from that two minutes. So it takes two minutes for the stain to break down on our teeth and for the minerals and um, ingredients to really do their job. So the two minutes is not it takes less than two minutes to hit all the surfaces of our teeth, but it's to work the toothpaste into your teeth for a whole two minutes. Okay. Yep. I've been so two minutes. Is I feel like I've done it wrong my whole <laughs> life now. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. Well, that's um, pretty awesome. I'm, I'm glad you answered all these questions. And we don't need a lot of toothpaste. So if the My baby husband is, uses so much toothpaste, it's ridiculous. You don't need that much, especially as an adult. It's not so bad because we're spitting all of it out. But with kids that swallow some of it, it's really important that you use a rice size amount, like a grain rice? of rice size on a baby under two and then under five pea size. Mm. The size of a pea is all they need because they swallow it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, fluoride is great, but ingested night after night after night in high quantities, which are in toothpaste, it um, can have long-term effects for your developing teeth, mm. like white spots. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've seen that with like, because yeah. we don't have fluoride in our water, right? No. And so in our community, it's not as big of a deal because we don't have fluorinated water here. Um, so we're, we have a lot more flexibility with the fluoride in our toothpaste and the amount of fluoride varnishes we're able to do on people. But in the cities where there's fluoride in the water, you have to be a lot more careful. 
um, so babies, since we don't have fluoride in the water, they need the fluoride drops or no? Um, yes. For how long? They can start them at six months, and I recommend fluoride up until they're about 12 um, because that's how long those teeth are developing. Wow. Um, Our pediatrician um, actually, what is it called, where they make give, write you the thing, the Rx, the prescription? Yeah. They make uh-huh. the prescription for my kids up there in Clement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most pediatricians will recommend it. I I do it for my kids. I uh, actually like instead of giving the full dose, I like split it in half. I've seen so many hygienist kids with like white spots on their teeth because we're all for fluoride. And mm-hmm. I, if you're really consistent about it, you know, you you risk that fluorosis on the teeth, which is not a bad thing. It, it, um, it's a cosmetic thing. Mm. but those teeth are strong. (laughs) When I see someone with fluorosis, they have a no cavity. (laughs) And so that's happening when they're developing. So the fluoride, um, I like the chewable tablets a little bit better because it has an effect on the teeth that are already in the mouth and then they swallow it and then it has a effect um, systemically as well. Whereas the drops, you know, their teeth in their mouth aren't really getting anything from that. Mm. So see, um, and another thing, there's is there really like a pediat or like a child dentist here? There is um, not a pediatrician here or a pediatric dentist here, I should say. So the nearest one would be probably like Zuka Dental in um, Klamath Falls. And there's some places in Reading as well. Um, we do have some dentists that are very child friendly, though. I think can be. Um, I can't really say like what is the best one? I think every dental office here um, does see kids that, especially kids that are low maintenance, they don't have a lot of things going on, they don't have developmental disabilities, they don't have fears, things like that. A regular dentist, a general dentist can do, you know, all the preventive care for a kid kid that they need. Uh, if a, you want the fun environment that the um, PED office has, then you can go to, to Klamath. We go to just Klamath Falls. There's it's the Smiles Dental, I think. Oh yeah, and um, they get all four of us in mm-hmm. in under an hour. Oh yeah, and it's so effective because there's so many chairs, mm-hmm. and then like yeah, I love how they they're like, here, do you want to see what this tool does? And yeah, like, you know, and playing yeah. with the kids with it. That's so fun. They get to choose their brush heads, yeah. and those so. offices are all set up like open bay is what we call it, where mm-hmm. there's no like walls separating kids, so they can see other kids getting it done and. And so it does make for a fun environment. Unfortunately, um, you know, if kids are on Medi-Cal, they, they're not going to get covered at a pediatrician office mm-hmm. normally. It's normally clinics that they'll go to, um, like the Canby Clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in the past, if some, like, let's say we had a kid come into Canby and they needed to be referred to den- for dental surgery, the kids would have to go all the way down to Visalia or Sacramento. Um, yeah. We now have a dentist in Susanville that will do oral surgery for kids. And it's really great. They have to go down for a consultation. His name's Dr. Bueller. He does a consultation and then they set him up. They set the kid up for surgery at the hospital there in Susanville. So now we have an option so much closer. So many people have raved about going there. So So um, the consultation is covered under Medi-Cal? So the only thing is, is the consultation is in his private office. So the consultation costs $40, but then the treatment, the surgery, and he does everything in one swoop is all covered. Now we, we don't recommend surgery for kids there. There's risks that come with surgery. That's why we don't want it to get to that point. But sometimes by the time we get to see the kid, it's too late. And it's so good that we have an option so close. 
where they can yeah. be home the same night. They don't have to, they're not in line, you know, and like the surgical center waiting around. It's a really good option for the Cause kids it's expensive here. to get a hotel and the yeah. gas mm -hmm. and the yeah. food. Cause I mean, even if you can get a gas voucher or what from you guys or something, I don't know. Yeah. Um, like just the trip in general, mm -hmm. you're going to spend money. I'm yeah. sorry if I'm going to Sacramento, I'm spending money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so many people come into it. Right. Yeah. So Trans there's a lot of good things going on right now in California because of with oral health. Yeah. Transportation is a huge issue up here. So oh, yeah. having Access it closer is better. Yeah. Um, so my last question, and I know you have to go soon. So um, we really want this podcast to be all the families. Um, life and styles yeah. and issues and i know we've talked about a lot of women issues and baby issues yeah, yeah. so what about adults that have severe anxiety or fear of the dentist mm -hmm. um is there sedative dentistry nearby or what would you what's your advice to them well i have some good advice because my husband is terrified of the dentist chad <laughs> hates the dentist he comes in he starts sweating he gets like really woozy and he has to be medicated mm -hmm. before he comes in. Does he have a reason dental. why? Um, I want to hear yes. like backstory. When he was a kid, he had a horrible dental experience um, where the dentist slipped, the needle <gasps> went like through the cheek, <gasps> like his and you know. Oh no! If you knew his mom, she probably overreacted in the moment and it scared him, and um, so he has a permanent oh. fear of the dentist office. And. Um, you know, his first dental cleaning with me was when I was like a brand new hygienist still in school. <laughs> it was probably very traumatizing. So that's um, true love for you right there. Gentle, <laughs> as we've, um, you know, as I've become more experienced now, seven years, but he still gets nervous. <laughs> so there is options, um, you know, to be sedated for dental procedures. I don't know of any offices around here that offer nitrous. I can't say that for sure, though. You'd just have to call and ask. But I know a lot of um, offices, if you're really nervous, will prescribe you a sedative to take like half an hour before your appointment. So do you have to let them know that ahead of time, though? Yeah, usually the dentist is the one prescribing it. And if the patient, you know, because they have to have someone drive them and we, you know, check up on their pulse and take their blood pressure a little bit more frequently this, and things like that. Now, is that the same stuff as like the happy gas? Because we watch America's Funny Home Video. Yeah. And like, it's always teenagers, though, that are waking up all loopy and goofy. No, <laughs> that's like some pretty heavy duty stuff. Like when you get into oral surgery, they do, you know, the nitrous and the the real like sedative dentistry. We do not have that here in Alters. All they can get is like a Valium or a Xanax to take before their appointment here. Okay. Um, and so anything that will make them comfortable. And, you know, I try when I have someone that's fearful, focus on the big picture of like a lifetime of oral health, not just this one appointment. So just take things slow. Like if, you know, the first time I see them, we can't get everything done or I can't get all the way under the gums because I'm trying to make it a pleasant experience. I think just doing what we can and having every experience be positive will get them back. I don't see as much fear coming to the hygienist, though, as I do from the dentist. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I don't see it as much anyways. Right. Because the hygienist is like, the kind of fun. It's not so yeah. serious. You're not going to be drilling into I my know. tooth. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I feel that the, the upkeep, mm -hmm. if you just stick with it, you know, then it can catch. Cause my husband, when we first started like going after mm -hmm. we got insurance and everything, cause you know, we didn't have good insurance yeah. there at first. And 
once we did though, like I would come out with flying colors because yeah. I had braces <laughs> and I feel like if you had braces, you know how to brush your teeth. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> Especially if you were a girl with braces, teenage boys are the worst, right? So, and Anthony, he was just like, I swear this guy just wants my money. He <laughs> just wants to fill this tooth, pull that tooth, trying to get braces on me. And I'm like, I don't think that's true because like I asked, you know, about like getting the scar out and everything. And they're like, that's just a waste of money, <laughs> you know? And so I'm like, but um, now that we go, he, he's finally got all his stuff caught yeah. up and it's not an awful experience every single time. Uh, that's a good point. Sometimes it can feel so overwhelming if you've um, avoided the dentist for so long and you go in and, you know, you have like seven cavities and you need deep cleanings and it can just feel like you're at the dentist so much for a whole year. But then once you get that done, it's just maintenance and the maintenance and keeping up on it frequently is so much easier. Mm -hmm. It just makes it a good experience. But there is something to be said about like hereditary, right? Like some people just have bad teeth. It's debated heavily there. It's hard to say if it's the teeth that come, if the, the enamel is different, if that is a genetic component or if it's the, the habits that we learned as a kid that are mm. poor, you know? So yes, like in families that have extreme teeth loss, we see a lot of teeth loss, you know, in the generations to come. But is that because oral health wasn't a priority that the parents didn't have the skills to pass on to their kids? Or is it a genetic thing? A lot of people like to blame genetics, but I mean, enamel is enamel. It's pretty hard. Um, so I think it's a environmental thing mm -hmm. myself. I have a question too. Um, my aunt actually had a, a son that broke his femur, I think, when he was like a toddler. Ouch. And um, he ended up having like his four front teeth just discolored later in life for mm -hmm. like till they fell out, you know? Yeah. And she had always wondered if maybe it was like a calcium deficiency or something. Like his, it all sent to that area. Yeah. So it could possibly be. And the reason is, is sometimes we see like a matching premolars on like the opposite sides with like these white lines through them. Cause those were developing at the exact same time. So if the mom, when she was developing the baby had a high fever or something interrupted that process, though you'll notice like um the baby teeth will look a little molted or the enamel didn't form just right and they're identical on both sides of the mouth so you know it was like a timing thing mm. um it also happens if a kid is really sick all the time as a kid you know high fevers things like that will disrupt the enamel process and you'll get on opposite sides like these like little bands so there is like um things that can happen while the teeth are developing that will show up later when they are through. Now trauma from, uh, I don't know. I don't know if calcium from was like taken from there and put to the bone for that amount of time. It's, it's hard to say. It kind of seems weird that it would only affect those four teeth and not the rest of the teeth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, those four teeth are usually developing at the same time, the line would be further down on these on the front two than it would be on the side two, though, you know, it's so interesting. But that can happen from, like, that can happen, like, if you got, like, hit in the face or, um, like, any type of injury, right? Any kind of facial injury, which is why sports guards are so important. <laughs> I hope for teenagers, please wear your sports no. guards. 
because you get trauma, um, you know, in a car accident or get hit in the face. And then like 10 years later, that root will like resorb on itself. It makes a bruise that the root can't like ever heal. And then they'll end up losing the tooth. I mean, I see some really crazy things. Yes. My child (laughs) is a wrestler and didn't wear his teeth guards Mm -hmm. and have quite a few teeth that are chipped. So I see that you've got to get ready to go. Um, um, did we want seeing if my husband can pick up Riley from dance? <laughs> right on. Um, oh, a side note, he said that um, he could be a representative for daddies of Modoc because ooh. he's now doing the parenting classes at Teach. So if you ever wanted to do something about the oh, we will have him on for oh, sure. He's doing, I saw that advertised. Yeah. That's awesome. I know he's really oh. excited. He started today. How cool! Oh. That there's a guy in that yeah. position. Well, we would it's love right to have a man on our show for sure. Yeah, he would love it. He would love to. Do I think, oh, like and I've he's talked so to funny. him before yeah. because, like, he's. He was a stay-at-home dad, yeah. right? Yeah, he's been um, a stay-at-home dad for the last about year and a half. Um, he substitute he was substitute teaching and stuff, but just with the pandemic and everything, I don't know. Three kids in childcare was a lot, and yeah. so mm-hmm. he's been home. Now it's kind of like he has a history of social work, and then he's been teaching. So this position came up, and he's like, "Oh, it's perfect. That's awesome! Um, well, congratulations, so, Chad! <laughs> if you guys want." Um, He's obviously new at this job, but he knows a lot about the subject. So, okay. yeah, um, yes. I want him to come on to talk he, about parenting or oh, things like that. And the guys, and just the guy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because like he, uh, we yeah, be he at was, the, he was, the uh, we call him Chatty side. Daddy. Yes, <laughs> he was stay at home Chatty Daddy. It was so funny. He can keep up with all the women. Guys. Yeah, like, but he, was, I know, he's like super into fitness too. So yes. he could totally like talk about home fitness techniques you can do during covid yeah like or all while you have things. a crazy baby yeah yeah like i know he i came have- home okay so this is embarrassing he came home tonight it was five o'clock i was super stressed because well it was his first day of his job mm. and then um i called and ordered chinese food to be picked up at five he wasn't answering his phone couldn't get a hold of him he walked in at 5 10 and i have the three kids i'm like can you go pick up the food he comes back at 5 30 and i was just like I gotta go. And he's like, you need to just step out and take a minute to cool off. <laughs> Don't yell in front of the kids. I'm like, what? You're the expert now. <laughs> Maybe so mad. Come on. But um, no, he he is good at parenting. So this is a great, this will be a great job for him. And yes. yeah, he's like, he just texted me. He's like, have them plug my thing. <laughs> oh, awesome. Chad, we'll have you, Chad. Chad, you have been plugged. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so we loved having you, Savannah. Thank you so, Thank you very so much, much for having me. So any more questions? Because we... he's picking up Riley, so I'm not in a okay. huge rush. Yeah, Good. Any more questions? What are you raffling off? Oh, thank you for asking. So um, <laughs> we love you to are give listening to this, yes. right? If you are listening to this, this is your test. If you hear this part, <laughs> <laughs> listen closely. Um, I am raffling off a um, kid's Oral-B electric toothbrush, which is really great. Um, and it comes with a pack of toothpaste, floss, and some other cool little goodies in there. Um, you know, these retail for like 50 something dollars. So it's a wow. really good toothbrush. And yeah, we would love to raffle it off for those that are listening tonight and want to get a toothbrush for their kids. So how are they going to enter? Are we going to put a picture up on Facebook and have them like it? Yes. So I'm going to put a picture of what we are raffling off up on Facebook. And all you have to do is comment. What should they comment? I want or me or put a funny. What about what everybody does does those 
gifts. Do gifts. a funny, yeah, oh, do gift. a funny gift yeah, of yeah. brushing teeth. Yes. And you'll be I love it. in to win the toothbrush. Then it'll be fun to look like, at. I'll be really funny. looking at those. Yeah, really cool. Okay, so just um, respond to the picture on Facebook of the toothbrush with a funny gift related to teeth. Yep. All right. Well, so next week is going to be a little different. We're going to really try. I'm going to be out of the office and um, we're going to really try to do this remotely. I don't know how it's going to work. Cross your fingers that it works. Um, but a plug out there. Anyone knows Tatum? Have her call me. Please, please, please. <laughs> um, I well, mean, I know Tatum. but Yes. So Tatum, <laughs> if you're listening, because I saw you liked our post earlier, please con get a hold of me or Mandy. One of us. So also, um, like, so I wanted to show you these. Um, and Natalie's preschool teacher, Miss uh, Teacher Val, we have made stickers. these stickers. Oh, oh brother, How is she so talented? How is Val Lumez so freaking talented? What Everything. do you do? How do you have time? <laughs> I don't. I think she doesn't sleep. I'm well, I mean, the <laughs> I have had her make like at least. I think I've ordered five things from her bakery and have never been <laughs> disappointed and then she teaches and she does stuff like that and she's a mom and she's a mom she's and she has a farm yeah, yeah she does oh my <laughs> gosh you're amazing val so yes. on top of these stickers which you know i think it was her somebody had a grand idea of you know our little brown sacks that we were talking yes, about yes the conner bags yep. yeah like it, i feel like we could do something like that with mm -hmm. them or um Bumper stickers. I would love to get like a bumper yeah, sticker for your car, car my car. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, that would be awesome. And then um, the real mama's emotion. I was thinking, okay, so Savannah, since you're here. Yes. Like I would think that it would be really fun to give gifts to our guests. Oh, okay. So what, as a guest, like, would you like a t-shirt um, or a cup or like, what would tumbler? be something? You know, a tumbler would be cool. Okay. I think hydration is really important. So like a tumbler or, mm, I don't know, like a little. Like, tattoos? I wonder if we could do tattoos. <laughs> oh, I see it like with your logo on it. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Um, Something that would also be like where you could spread the word and be like, look, I was a guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you could put on it like I was a guest on. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I right. think like Tumblr's really cool or like a t shirt. T shirts are tricky though with sizes and stuff. Yeah, you know? and, and like yeah. styles. And you don't want, I don't like the cheap ones. That and, are, and then you get that shirt. You want something and that it's you can like wrap. You could do yeah. like a bumper sticker. Would you put it on your truck? Though? I probably wouldn't put it on my truck, but I hang up in my office. <laughs> <laughs> see, I want so, everybody to see it. Tumblr then. Tumblr? A Tumblr that says, like, I, with this logo on it, because it's so cute, and say, like, I was a guest on. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. Okay, so look at our little logo here. Okay. Jennifer made these. Okay. Isn't, like, I just love I think it's so cute. Jennifer, seriously, okay, she is Canva our program. Our, my favorite program. I use heck it for end of this. I'm pretty much just the talker. Oh. Who it. do you think is who? <laughs> because I don't oh. see a blonde one on here. I know I couldn't find a blonde one. I tried. I think I, I think one. this one's you, and the one with the cape is Jen. That's what I would think too. Aww. Because like, not only is she your hair's like, a little lighter, yours yeah. is darker. You're, I mean, you know, and she's like a super a nurse, that, and then you know, yours is yeah. casual. Like I, I think it's cute. I wanted to get both superheroes, but I couldn't find another one that was facing directing towards them. <laughs> but hey, oh, it's fun. If anyone that listens wants to help us out, I mean, we'll take, I mean, I'm not begging, I'm not asking, but we'd love help. Um, 
like we would really love a theme song or an ending song. No, no, no. So I talked to my nephew Cam. Yeah. And he's got like mixing equipment mm -hmm. and like he's played guitar since he was an infant. Um, him and his brother does drums right, and everything yeah. really awesome. So I was like, Hey, do a few things. Like, let me hear it. Yeah. And oh, so fun. he was all for it. That would be cool. Yeah. And then, you know, like if someone's really good with graphic arts and wants to do something with our little logo, logo. thingy, please refill. We'll, yeah. we'll take anything. <laughs> if you want it, you have time because of COVID and you want to help out some local girls, help us out. Yes. Also, I think too, um, if you have any stories to share, like, okay, today yeah. we just talked about dentist right. stuff. Mm -hmm. If you have an opinion on how you brush your kids' teeth so that they don't cry, you know, maybe you strap them down or yeah. who knows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yep. we'll, you we'll make sure them. that you're anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, or if you have a miscarriage story from our last one. Yeah. Things like that. And we can yeah. say your first name if you want, or we can leave it totally anonymous. Oh, I didn't listen to yours as miscarriage one. I've had two, probably three. There was one that I think was a miscarriage. Yeah, and listen we to it. So about common. Why doesn't anybody is. talk about this? I had one before Briley. I had another one before Bo. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like every other pregnancy of mine was a miscarriage. Yeah. And there's I some... felt like I was the only person on earth yes. that was doing it. And then all yeah. of a sudden when I had one, my friend was like, I had one too. And yeah. I, I had one too. And um, I think that made me feel like a lot better about it. Yeah. And then, oh, I could do one about um, my surrogacy journey. Yes. Oh my gosh, I heard about Soon. that. Yeah, yes. awesome. We will have you on again to definitely um, talk about that because that came up today with coworkers. They're like, are you going to talk about the surrogacy? Yeah, and so I, um, I had to clear it with the attorneys and stuff yesterday, actually, because, you know, there's all these legal contracts and I'm like, am I allowed to talk about this? Like, am I allowed to like share it on my Facebook? It's, somebody else's... it's someone else's embryo. So am I allowed to even share that I'm pregnant? And they said, you are allowed to do whatever you want as long as you don't use the names of the people mm -hmm. or post any pictures of the people or the baby. Yeah. So I can post pictures of me pregnant. I can post pictures of my journey. I, I don't know how public I'm going to make it like on my Facebook page. Obviously I'm making it public now because it's so taboo, but I think maybe just talking about it. Then if other people have questions, they can come ask yes. me. So after my embryo transfer, um, hopefully it's successful, but even if it's not, we should get on and I can answer people's questions about what the process is, like what the application process is like, what the screening process is like, like there's so much mm -hmm. involved. And I think a lot of people are, I mean, I personally know five people that have been surrogates. So yeah. I think it's something that's kind of common, but it's still kind of taboo. Right. And it's, you know, and it's, and it, people just don't understand. It took me a while, like even to like educate my grandparents on it. Like it's not my baby. Right. <laughs> I like, swear it's not my DNA. And, it's going to come out like being like 100% a different like ethnicity than me. Even. Right. So it's, um, Oh yeah, I, it's so interesting. I already want to talk could, about I think this. We could so badly. talk about it for like I could talk about it for hours. Jen and yes. I have talked about it for hours yep. at work before I come in here and chatted with her about it. So yes, we will definitely like maybe when you're you guys, fully pregnant and then we can talk about the journey. Like, yes. how'd you do it? Where exactly? You go? Yes. What? Yeah, because I'd love to answer any questions about it. I'm, I'm already so. We might have to have you a couple of times yeah. for the journey because <laughs> so that's gonna be, gonna be so be long. I know, like, like a special, post, special like a post journey. You're only gonna get one tumbler. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I just get one? That, like, I was a guest multiple times. Yeah, oh. there you go. Maybe we'll put like have You're it be VIP like a checkmark thing. Ooh, I, like <laughs> I know. I mean, uh, and we'll honestly, my husband will show me up on the VIP desk. He's like way better at this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Um, anyways, yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. You're so and, welcome. Um, thank you. Thank you. Brush those teeth tonight. <laughs> if you have any questions, write them on our Facebook, and I'll try to answer them. Yes, definitely. Send um, so, questions. how does does anybody get a hold of you? Um, specifically for any questions about tonight. So if there's any questions about tonight and it's related to your um, kids' health, just call Modoc County Public Health and um, ask for Savannah and they'll forward. Or you can just even ask on the post and I'll try to represent on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yes. Yep. All so right. I'm here for your questions or concerns. So you know what, Mandy? What? Every week we do this, it gets a little longer and a little longer. Is it longer? I felt like today was shorter than I, I felt like. I want to talk to you about your chickens. Oh, well, that's like a whole other subject. Do you yeah. have your four chickens? I do. Do you? I, I still have mine, and I'm oh, about yeah. to get a couple more for 4-H this year. Oh, it scares me to introduce <laughs> more chickens because I I follow a chicken group on Facebook. Yeah, and like there's like issues sometimes when you know new yep. chickens. Like there you gotta get vaccinations order. for them, and I'm like, oh, I know. It stresses my me out. Original five are out at my grandparents' house, and the three that we're gonna get for 4-H are gonna be at my house. Okay, so I don't have to introduce them at least until they're like adult mm -hmm. chickens and can fend for themselves. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay. we, the three of us could have a chicken, a whole chicken. Um, oh yeah. Yes. Podcast. <laughs> but I will actually get out of here cause I could talk forever. Yes. <laughs> I gotta go pick up Jen. All right. Well, it was very okay. great. Thank, thank you for coming. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye guys. Have Bye. a good night. Bye. So that we are getting later and later, but that's all right. Bye. How are we so lucky to have such good guests I too? Like, know. I feel like, Everybody we, we have had is so smart. Mm -hmm. she, I mean, Savannah even just talked so well, and I mean, she just knows her stuff. Yeah, obviously. I mean, she. I mean, I work with her, mm -hmm. and I've done a lot of the stuff like with her, go to meetings and everything, and I still think I learned something tonight. <laughs> I definitely so did. It was really good, I think. And um, yes, so please, if you have ideas about um, podcasts you want to hear, please let us know somehow, yeah. some way, and share our podcast. Share it. Share it. Share it. Share it. And um, I feel like if you want to be a guest, even mm -hmm. hit us up. If there is a topic that you are so very passionate about, let us know. Let us know that you want to be a guest and come on here and talk about it. And you know, we'll make we'll make time because I feel like this is this is for our people. Yep. All right. So we will see you next week, next Wednesday. Thank Bye. you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.